My name is Kathy Morford. My faith story is basically a story of events in my life. Remembering and sharing the events reminds me of the influence God has had on my life. My husband Larry describes our place in time right now as being in the fourth quarter. We're getting close to the two-minute warning. <laughs> I begin with the first quarter. I was born in a Christian family with a strong faith. My parents were involved in youth ministry and leadership positions. I believe I was a child of God at a very young age. I attended Sunday school, VBS, High League, and Bible camp was where I accepted Jesus as my savior. I have one brother who is still my buddy and three sisters who I appreciate so much. My life has been pretty perfect. I was per protected and free to be me. My friends included the neighborhood kids and they also attended our church. We went to camp together as well as 12 years of school. During junior high, things started to change. School was not friendly. It had so many rules. My friends were not in my classes. I really felt alone. I still had my old friends, but the new friends were different. They didn't necessarily go to church on Sunday. I wondered why. During senior high, I went to a Christian high school. It was, old. it was an old place. My friends were there, and I belonged. I learned a valuable lesson. Faith in God and his son gave me a reason for living, a reason for school, and a reason to succeed, and there was a future ahead. On to college at the University of Minnesota. This was a huge change. There were thousands of kids in the freshman class. You could easily get, get lost in the group, which was kind of nice for a change. I made some new friends and found out that they lived a different kind of life than I did. I didn't belong. I decided my, my way of life was much safer. My first class in freshman, in, as a freshman was English. Our assignment was to write an essay about a book called The Origin of the Species. What an unusual way to describe how life began. My first paper was a struggle. I did pass the class, but this was the first time I struggled with what if there was no God? It was not a pretty sight. It was not a pretty time. That lasted a day or two. It was depressing. I gave that thought up. I transferred to Lutheran Deaconess School of Nursing the next year. It was an old place. I made friends there, and I belonged. We had chapel daily. We sang Christian songs to the patients and shared life. When I was 15, I met a really nice Christian boy named Larry from Pequot Lakes. We were married seven years later, and we've been married for 56 years. We have three children and their spouses, eight grandkids, that we have been, and we have been blessed. Our kids still like to see us, and of course, our grandchildren are the best. When the kids were little, we had an opportunity to spend a year and a half in an island in the South Pacific with Larry's job. The time spent there included a small Christian group that definitely had a God connection. We made friends, we belonged, it was home. We sang, we prayed, we heard God speak directly to us as individuals, 
He talked to us by name, and I actually heard him speak my name. Most of our working careers were in Minneapolis. The second thing that we purchased after being married was a cabin. We did the drive back and forth, Pequot to Minneapolis, for many years. We moved to the cabin in 2003 and found Timberwood. It was just getting started. What a whirlwind it has been. Wednesday nights, experiencing God several times. Books like Renovation of the Heart, Conform to His Image. Life was going so fast, I could hardly keep up. I wanted it to slow down. But an important person told me I had a control issue. Wow, God wants everything. <laughs> the ultimate journey was an eye-opener as well. Forgiveness of others as well as forgiving yourself. I wondered why it was taking me so long to learn this stuff about God, Jesus, and how we're supposed to work as a Christian. A few days ago, it occurred to me that even though my life has been pretty normal, my experiences have really strengthened my faith in God. God seems to be interested in my life. He has answered some of my prayers. Uh, I may not be particularly important in the whole world of scheme of things, but um, I'm. Uh, but this was such an awesome thing to me. A few of my prayers have been answered, and they're not real big, but they are very important. Our daughter-in-law lost her rings while swimming in the lake. We prayed and found all three. Years ago in Mexico with my parents, my dad and I were joining, enjoying the waves in the ocean when an extra large wave pulled him out to sea. I prayed and God sent a Mexican fellow to save my dad. Our daughter, Danae, and son-in-law been, had been trying to get pregnant. For four years, they did all of the medical treatments. Our daughter, Deanne, invited our daughter, Danae, to a healing service. It was a small group of people that needed different kinds of help from God. When the pastor spoke to Danae, he said, God told me you were going to be a great mother. A few minutes later, a young boy in the group came up to Danae and said, you are going to you're going to have a boy. Now they have two boys. Uh, when our son, Greg, was about 12, he said he didn't know if he wanted to become a Christian because he was afraid God would send him to Africa. <laughs> I tried to ease his concern by saying something like, I don't think God's going to send you to Africa, but if he does, he'll make you ready. Twelve years later, he was in Africa <laughs> with with Campus Crusade, calling from a shack lined with mattresses for a recording studio, he was recording the voices for the Jesus Film Project. We're getting close to the two-minute warning. When my niece Angela was five, she fell and received a head injury. She has recovered completely. A year after the injury, on her way to see her great-grandmother, who was in the hospital, my sister, Renee, was explaining that, you know, it may be grandma's time and she's going to heaven. She was quite ill. Angela explained, I know what heaven's like. When I was in the hospital, I saw heaven. It was beautiful with lots of children and animals. I even saw our pony, Snowball. 
I was with Jesus and he was holding my hand. During difficult times, of which there have been a few, the verse, be still and know that I am God, has been helpful. I repeat it several times, and when I repeat it, I will drop the last word and dwell on that word. Then I repeat it again, and I drop the next word and dwell on that. And it just really calms me down. I think maybe my blood pressure drops about 20 points by doing that. At this point in my life, I have a choice. How will I finish the game? Will I remember the lessons taught? Will I be thankful? Will I continue to grow? Will I trust my Savior? Will I continue to look forward to the ultimate goal? Absolutely. <laughs>